Welcome to the Isakos podcast. I'm your host, Stephen Lyman, joining you from Fukuoka, Japan. And today we are reviewing the uh, 2023 Isakos newsletter, volume two. And I'm here with a very special guest, Dr. Norimasa Nakamura from Osaka. So this is our first all Japan uh, Isakos podcast. Dr. Nakamura, welcome. Thank you very much for joining me on the podcast. Thank you, Dr. Lyman. It is my great honor and、uh, very excited to be in charge of this podcast,、uh, specifically with you.、Uh, we met for the first time at、uh, Isako's World Congress in Osaka, year 2009. So it's almost、uh, 15 years ago. Since then,、uh, we, we joined the same、uh, you know, clinical committees of Isako's. Uh, scientific committee and、uh, program committees, other、uh, committees, and、uh, we have developed our friendship. And、uh, we also,、uh, fortunately, did sa- several collaborative projects、uh, on、uh, you know, paper publications. So today, it is a very, very interesting situation,、uh, coincidence. We are both in Japan. We are very excited to、uh, introduce the, what's new in、uh, Isakos you know,、uh, by ourselves. Thank you. And it's a, very, it's a pleasure to,、uh, to welcome you to, to the Isakos podcast. And I hope it won't be our last、uh, time appearing together. But that, <laughs> visit, that visit to Osaka in 2009, that was both my first Isakos,、uh, but also my first time in Japan. And、uh, obviously, now I live here. So, Clearly, that was a life changing moment. And of course, that, that is in no small part due to your, your friendship and your support. You've, you've really、uh, helped me、uh, understand the way to work here professionally. And, and then, of course, our collaborations have been, have been very important to, to my career. And it's hard to believe it's been almost 15 years. I feel like we're <laughs> the same people we were 15 years ago, but I'm sure that's not true. <laughs>、mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Well, so. You and I last saw each other actually at the 2023 World Congress、uh, in Boston、uh, mm-hmm. for Isakos. And it was our first time that Isakos was back in person for a World Congress since the pandemic. And it was such a pleasure to see、uh, old friends and, and to、uh, see people that we hadn't interacted with in person in quite some time. What was your、uh, Boston Congress like? I'm sure you were busy as always. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, first of all, uh, uh, as you mentioned, it was special to see you know, many, many you know, friends in Boston in person you know, meeting. Actually, this is good. This was、uh, totally you know, common events before the pandemic of the COVID, but uh, now uh, how、uh, appreciated we felt to be able to, to, be able to join the real you know, meetings. And what I I was impressed、uh, there was a new program style. Actually, we should appreciate the program chairs, Platts,、uh, Mark Latwasi, and、uh, I'll get good. And uh, I was uh, specifically uh, excited at、uh, meet the expert sessions、uh, in which、uh, there are about、uh, 10 round tables and、uh, there are 80 to 100 you know, participants you know,、uh, join the room, and in one table,、uh, one you know, expert、uh, specific to the topic of the session、uh, joined the audience and、uh, 
each table uh, did a very, very nice, exciting discussions. And after the discussion, the each table, you know, report regarding the decision making or the characteristics of the specific, you know, therapeutic, you know, strategies. And uh, I think uh, this is uh, very, very nice to feel the audience get together. And uh, after I, I, you know, um, recognized, you know, so many participants, the distance among the, you know, participants get closer after the uh, session. I think uh, this is a fantastic expression, uh, experience. And uh, uh, I hope uh, this program, this style continues uh, for the coming you know, meetings. I think that's an excellent point. The Isikos for me has always felt like a small community, despite the fact that the Congress has has gotten bigger and bigger over time. And I've told this story before, but at, at one of my first uh, Isikos meetings during a lunch session, I was just sitting by myself at a table and Freddie Fu sat down next to me and we had a very nice conversation. And, and mm-hmm. as a young scientist, that was really meaningful to me that one of these senior surgeons, basically a legend in ACL reconstruction, uh, would take the time to get to know me a little bit. And that, to me, is part of what that Isikos community is and why it's, for me, the the, the meetings themselves are, are probably the most important part. So it's really worth making the time and making the commitment to go to wherever it is around the world uh, to to attend the meetings in person. Mm-hmm. I agree. And uh, talking of Brady Fu, his tribute session was so impressive. And uh, we, I once again recognize how uh, deep influence he, you know, developed for us, all the, all the Isakos, you know, community. I'd like to appreciate his, you know, continuous, his huge contribution to the development of this society. And uh, I believe uh, his spirit, you know, going uh, ahead uh, for the future of Isakos. Yes, and actually at, at the Congress in Boston was the inaugural Freddie Fu Lifetime Achievement Award, which was given to former uh, Isakos president, uh, John, John Bartlett. John yeah. That's right, from Australia for his uh, his con- contributions to both Isakos and to the field of uh, arthroscopy and sports medicine. So yeah. congratulations to Dr. Bartlett. Clearly well-deserved. Yes. Congratulations. And, and a nice... A nice honor for for Freddie as well, who we lost uh, far too soon. Sure. Yes. Yeah. So if you missed the Boston World Congress or you were uh, looking forward to the next meeting, the next in-person major meeting from Isakos is in Kyoto, again, back to Japan, uh, for the Knee Arthroplasty Forum, which will be October 31st and November 1st, 2024. This is a relatively new meeting that Isakos has started as, as knee arthroplasties become more important to the Isakos community. And that will be in Kyoto, hosted by our good friend, Dr. Shuichi Matsuda of Kyoto University. And uh, Sebastian uh, from Lyon, he's uh, also leading the Congress ICAF meeting with Shuichi. And uh, exactly, we already asked set up the very nice uh, program committee and uh, uh, it was held uh, just uh, uh, two days ago and uh, we did a very good discussion for the programming 
So uh, we are very excited to see uh, the exciting program uh, content of the program uh, in near future. That's very good to hear. I, in my own career, I've moved much more toward arthroplasty research as my primary focus. So I'm glad mm -hmm. to see that I can still present my work uh, at Issacos through through that Congress. So I'm looking forward. Sorry, that sure. wow. through the Neat Forum. So yes, I, I please. look forward to that. And if you if Japan might be a little bit too far for you, but you're looking forward to the next Isakos World Congress World that will be held in Munich, Germany in 2025. And abstract submissions open February 1st of next year. So it's not too early to be thinking about what you'd like to submit and what you'd like to present at that World Congress in 2025. And I have never been to Germany, so I'm very much looking forward to that meeting. Uh, yeah. con country Beautiful I've, country. I've to visit. Beautiful country, full of culture, and uh, I'd like to tell the location of the you know convention venue is fantastic, very close to the airport and a very smooth transportation. So, and the Munich is uh, open to many many touristic you know areas you know uh, in the center of the Europe. So, I think uh, in addition to the very very high level scientific event, but also uh, I believe we can enjoy the, you know, many, many uh, attractive cultural events as well. Yes, I'm looking forward to that for sure. So get those abstracts <laughs> in and and we'll see you in Munich. The <laughs> other bit of news before we get into the main parts of the news letter is that the Journal of Issacos has a new editor. Nick Van Dyke uh, stepped down and has now been replaced by Olufemi Ayeni uh, from Canada. And I've known him since he was a a fellow, I believe, at uh, Hospital for Special Surgery. And so uh -huh. the journal is now in, in very good hands. Yes, this is a very big news that uh, Femi uh, succeed, has succeeded Nick uh, as a new editor-in-chief of Jesakos. Jesakos just got the impact factor of the 1.6. And this is uh, just a start, you know, beginning. And uh, we have the very, very strong editorial team and also a board of trustees. The, you know, publishers has been moved to the Elsevier. Uh, our, you know, good collaboration and uh, specifically with the uh, ISACOS, you know, committees uh, to the editorial team should uh, create synergy to improve the quality and the impact of the journal uh, rapidly, even higher, you know, stage. Level. I'd like to uh, once again congratulate uh, Femi uh, on the uh, new exciting job. And uh, we do like to support him for the bright future of the Jesakos. Absolutely. He's, uh, he's been a friend and colleague as well for, for quite some time since his time at HSS. And now he's been back in Canada practicing for quite some time. And it's, it's always nice to see these young surgeons develop into... Uh, mid-career professionals and and see their contributions to the field. So congratulations yes. again to Femi. Yes, uh, he's very young, bright, and energetic. You know, surgeon and uh, has a he has lots of ideas uh, for the improvement of the journal. So we are very excited uh, with the new you know uh, tasks. That's right. Now moving into the the newsletter articles, the current perspectives themselves. You're a knee surgeon, so we're going to focus on a knee uh, paper which was published. This was from Andy Williams and colleagues out of the UK. 
and this is MCL Anatomy, Biomechanics, and Surgery. Appreciation of the deep MCL is long overdue. Can you explain to me what a deep MCL is? Yes, uh, actually, uh, deep MCL has been regarded as a minor structure. Uh, this is uh, very closely uh, related to the joint capsule. And uh, so far, you know, superficial MCL fibers, as well as uh, POL, posterior oblique ligament, uh, has been the main focus. And uh, indeed, actually, I myself, uh, just focusing on these two uh, structures for the repair or the reconstruction of the MCL in the chronic instability, unstable cases. But recent studies on the anatomy biomechanics of the joint structure, medial joint structure, revealed deep MCL uh, is very much involved in the, you know, controlling the rotation of the knee joint. And uh, without proper treatment, uh, reconstruction of the deep MCL, our, you know, outcome, as the outcome of the, you know, reconstructive surgery is not, you know, perfect and uh, leaves lots of the kinematic, you know, abnormality uh, after the surgery. So this current perspective articles very nicely summarize the biomechanics, you know, study, uh, result of the bio recent biomechanical studies, and also the change uh, of the you know, surgical procedures based on the <clears throat> what's new uh, in the basic science. So, for example, the so far the uh, femoral. Uh, drill hole uh, attachment of the uh, superficial uh, MCL graft has been regarded as just a posterior part of the medial epicondyle. But uh, recent biomechanical studies revealed that uh, actual more isometric uh, point is located uh, just in the center of the medial uh, epicondyle. So uh, that tells uh, to uh, get uh, stable, uh, more you know, consistent you know, results. Uh, the creation of the femoral you know, drill hole point should be a bit anterior. And also, of course, uh, this uh, review article clearly tells uh, how the restoration of the deep MCL fibers uh, resulted in the better uh, control of the external rotator knee. I think uh, uh, this is uh, especially for the young uh, doctors. Uh, this uh, content is a bit ahead of the what is written in the you know uh, textbooks uh, of the you know knee surgeries. So uh, I very strongly uh, recommend uh, this uh, nice uh, uh, current concept reviews. Uh, to the all the Isakos members. That's right. It really is uh, helpful for the surgeons to to uh, keep up with with the state of the art and, and where things are currently uh, as as they improve uh, techniques and hopefully patient outcomes in clinical care. And I think this is a, a really nice example of how Isakos can can help the membership uh, improve their techniques and and the outcomes for their patients. So a uh, very nice article. I, I have one. Uh, minor complaint as a non-surgeon is that there are no pictures 
in, in this <laughs> particular perspective. So it's hard for me to imagine uh, the I will, I will tell Andy <laughs> for further improvement. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure if, if you go to the original uh, papers that are referenced, their work uh, in this area, we'll be able to see the pictures. So I'm not too worried about it. But, uh, and of course, nobody will let me in the operating room anyway, other than as a patient. So it doesn't really matter. Uh, and moving on, there's one other, I think, interesting and quite timely uh, current perspective. And that is on gender-based healthcare inequities in orthopedics. This is by Maria Loreto Figueroa Berrios and Lori Himstra uh, out of Chile and Canada, respectively. And this touches on something that's become a priority for ISACOS, where there's now a, uh, a working group or a committee for uh, female surgeons who are members, uh, but also because orthopedics is such a male-dominated field globally. And what's interesting for me about this article is it really digs into how that affects clinical care, because women as patients are less likely to be recommended surgery compared to their male counterparts. Uh, and this is likely partly due to the fact that there aren't that many female surgeons available to to uh, give appropriate care. So uh, a very interesting article also digs into potential solutions about how to uh, make orthopedics a more attractive uh, field for women. And so I found it uh, quite an interesting piece as uh, as something in the in the newsletter. Yes, I agree. Uh, Rory uh, is a very, very strong driving force to uh, make the uh, female uh, doctors uh, more involved in the, you know, Isako's uh, communities. I really respect uh, her, you know, recent you know activities. And uh, these articles uh, very nicely reviews the, you know, conditions. Uh, what uh, is uh, you know, surrounding the uh, activity of the surgeons, uh, female surgeons. And uh, I think uh, that this, you know, suggestions uh, provided uh, in this article uh, should be very, very more, you know, much better, you know, appreciated by uh, each of us uh, who belong to the ESA course. And hopefully, of course, uh, at present, we can recognize the uh, presence of the many, many female and especially young, you know, orthopedic surgeons in the ISACOS activities. Uh, but uh, hopefully, uh, more uh, uh, prominent, you know, involvement, you know, in the activities can be recognized uh, uh, further uh, in the future. That's right. And I, I think it's important for, for ISACOS uh, male members to read this as well, to be yes. able to reflect on how they uh, approach uh, young female surgeons who are perhaps in training in their programs or how they think about uh, female surgeons generally. I think in an effort to be to be unbiased uh, toward uh, gender equity, there was, there's been an attempt, and they use it in the article, that women are treated as smaller men rather than yeah. as distinct uh, individuals who have their own uh, needs and priorities that, that should be catered to to improve their work uh, life quality as well as their effectiveness uh, in the workplace. So really, really interesting article helped me think a little bit more about uh, what it must be like to be a woman and a surgeon 
in the male-dominated field of orthopedics. So a credit to them for this very nice current perspective in, in the newsletter. Yes, I do like to recommend uh, this article uh, to be read uh, by whole uh, Isakos members. And uh, probably the understanding this issue uh, should be through the uh, understanding of real world. But what is the you know reality? And uh, reading this article must helps this. And uh, just uh, focusing in the you know terminology, you know gender or female, that could uh, uh, cause some bias. And I think understanding each other, understanding the condition, I think this is a key. So I strongly recommend uh, this article. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Uh, just a reminder before we wrap up, a couple of upcoming dates, which we mentioned at the top of the show. One is abstract submissions due open February 1st, 2024 for the Isakos World Congress in Munich, Germany, which will be June 8th to 11th to 2025. And also we have the Kyoto Knee Arthroplasty Forum, which will be October 31st and November 1st, 2024. So please start making your travel arrangements now. Oh, one addition. Uh... Uh, I'd like to introduce the Isakos workshop in collaboration with uh, Aspetal uh, Institute in uh, Doha, Qatar. Uh, they are going, uh, Isakos and the Aspetal Institute will organize the uh, cadaver course, uh, specifically focusing on the lower extremities. Uh, that uh, program uh, will be led by the Peter Odhi and uh, David Parker. And the date is September 26 to 27 uh, this year. So it's uh, coming next month. And uh, there may be room for the uh, registration still. So please check the uh, website and uh, to the, this uh, workshop. Thank you. Again, thank you very much, Dr. Nakamura, for joining me here on the Isakos podcast. I look forward to our next newsletter review uh, for... I guess that'll be volume one, 2024. Time flies, doesn't it? Thank you very much, uh, everybody, uh, for the attention. Uh, it was a uh, fun uh, to uh, be able to uh, introduce the uh, the current, you know, uh, newsletter with uh, Dr. Lyman, and I hope uh, uh, this program uh, will. Uh, uh, continuously, uh, you know, uh, developed and uh, uh, we can uh, very uh, nicely uh, introduce what's happening uh, in the ESACOS, uh to you uh, through the podcast programs. Thank you very much. See you. Yep. Thank, thank you once again for listening to the ISACOS podcast. I've been your host, Stephen Lyman, with Dr. Norimasa Nakamura from Osaka. And we will be back in your podcast feed soon with another episode.